Hello and welcome to Healthy Mind, Healthy Life with your host Avik. This podcast is all about exploring the latest research, sharing personal stories and providing personal tips for improving our mental health and well-being. Each episodes will be joined by experts in the field of mental health as well as individuals who have experienced the transformative power of a healthy mind firsthand. Together we will dive into a range of topics from managing stress and anxiety to building resilience and cultivating happiness. So, join us on this journey to discover new ways to take care of our minds, bodies and souls and let's work together to create a healthier, happier world one episode at a time. So, let's get started. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Mind Healthy Life the podcast where we explore the connection between inner well-being and a thriving life. I'm your host Avik and today we are joined by a guest who embodies the spirit of resilience and joy. So she is an accomplished athlete, a celebrated entrepreneur and above all a passionate advocate for unlocking your full potential. So please welcome Phoebe Trotman to the show. Welcome to the show, Phoebe. Thank you so much, Avik. It's amazing to be with you today. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thank you. Thank you so much. So um, Phoebe, like, uh, thank you so much for joining today and uh, your achievements, uh, both on uh, on and off the field, are truly, truly inspiring. So uh, with this, like, if you can tell us a bit about your journey and what actually fuels your passion to empower the others. Absolutely. So I've had an interesting journey. I mean, I grew up in Vancouver, Canada, and I started playing soccer at a very young age. So I started playing when I was about five years old. I was actually the only person of color on an all-boys team. So I was a little girl on an all-boys team, and that's really how I started. And I, I started playing soccer because my older brother played, and I wanted to, you know, kind of follow in his footsteps. And I fell in love with the sport. I really did. And I just continued playing eventually, and it ended up on a female team. And uh, continue playing. I had a fort, uh, an incredible career being able to play at the university level and then continue on with that into, into um, at the time, what was the professional league back then. And uh, just, you know, I've had incredible highs with national championships and a lot of personal accolades in terms of like MVP and athlete of the year and different things like that. However, I always share that the only reason I was able to have some of those amazing highs and those successes is because of the tough stuff. I remember getting cut from a team at a, you know, a young age that was really devastating. I know I've had games where I haven't started or even been on dressed to play. And because I pushed through those and I kept going with my love of the sport and wanting to contribute and wanting to be a, um, a value to my team, I was able to get through the tough stuff to be able to have some of those highs as well, too. Wow, that's really great. Absolutely. So also, like um, your book, Never Quit a Bad Day, it beautifully captures like um, this notion. So what inspired you to write it? And uh, also um, along with this, like what are some of the key takeaways you hope readers can gain? Yeah, absolutely. Well, what inspired me to write the book was really what I just shared. I mean, it, it's funny because I it was with some friends and I was sharing with them how I've had it on my heart for years to create something to inspire and encourage and help people. And they're the ones who suggested to write a book. 
And at first I was a little hesitant on it. I just wasn't sure that was the direction. And they kind of flipped it on me and reminded me that writing a book isn't really about me. It's about the people that it can help. And so when they shared it like that, then I was open to it. And I remembered um, this conversation I had with an interview, actually, the month before this conversation where I was inducted into the Coquitlam Sports Hall of Fame. And we had a conversation about everything that sports given me. And I shared a lot of the highs and, you know, what we just briefly talked about. And that's where I really got inspired because I truly believe that when more people know some of the behind the story, the story behind the story, then it inspires them to push through as well, too, because they realize that everybody has bad days. Everyone has bad moments and seasons and challenges. It's what do we do with those? How do we react to those? How do we respond to those? That really determines the outcome. And so when I was talking with my friends and they suggested write a book and I thought about this conversation, that's when I knew that that's what I wanted to write a book about. I wanted to share the behind the story, what people go through to inspire other people to keep going. And the book's a really interesting book in that it's a collection of short stories. So every chapter is a short story by a different contributor. And at the end of every chapter, there's a section called Reflections on Resilience, which is really for the reader to take a moment to pause, to kind of reflect on their own journey, looking back, but also looking forward into what really fuels them. And so the feedback and reviews have been incredible with people just feeling inspired, encouraged to take that next step forward on their own journey, whatever that looks like for them lovely that's that's a powerful message for me so uh and and i know like our listeners are eager to dive deeper into his your uh, wisdom and the experiences so uh i mean let's let's dive deeper into it so uh my next thing is like in your experience what are some of the biggest challenges or maybe uh rather i would quote it as obstacles people face when they try to maintain a positive outlook, especially like uh, amidst difficulties. So uh, do these obstacles differ in different um, areas of the life, like the work, relationships, uh, personal challenges, anything? Yeah, well, I think what can happen is a lot of times we get disappointed or we get frustrated or we kind of go off track when we expect things to happen in a certain way. Like we go into it with this expectation that, okay, um, you know, for example, working out. So I, I go to a boot camp every, six days a week and I know it can get frustrating when sometimes we expect to see these results. Well, I expect my arms to look like this after going X amount of times. And when it doesn't happen like that, that's where that disappointment get, comes in because we're we're focused on the result versus focused on the process, the enjoyment of going to the boot camp. It, we're focused on a certain result versus really being open to that process, that system, that journey of getting there. And so one of the things that I really encourage people to do is I call it like gratitude gems and you can apply this to anything. And it really is about finding little, like, you know, we have this idea of what the treasure is for whatever it is on our, our journey. And rather than just focus on this big treasure, focus on the little gems that you pick up along the way to this treasure. So, you know, if we're using the working out example, if rather than focus on, okay, my arms should look like this, that's the treasure, if you will, or losing 10 pounds or whatever it might be for the listeners, 
focus on the fact that now when especially like for me in, in my example with my boot camp i have incredible community at my boot camp of friends like new people that i wouldn't have met had i not gone there i've learned more about nutrition and what i eat and how that fuels my body that's another gem something i can be grateful for right i'm inspired i go to the gym i you know sometimes i want to go some days i don't feel like it but i made that commitment and i leave more energized that's a gem so look for those little little things that you can be grateful for along the journey. And that helps you because now we're focusing on the right things versus the result. We're focusing on all the other, the person we're growing into along the journey. We're focused on the the other, the other great things that happen as we're pursuing a goal and a dream. Wow. So do you believe uh, certain personality types or the backgrounds make it easier or harder to cultivate the optimism? Yeah, I think it can initially, but I truly believe like as human beings, we can evolve, we can grow, you know, it really comes down to us making a decision. Who are we surrounding ourselves with? What are we filling ourselves with in terms of, of that growth piece? So yeah, for sure, you know, depending on how you grew up in your environment, you know, I'm very fortunate, I have an incredible environment. My parents were very optimistic and positive people as well. And so that naturally, that was the environment we, I grew, my brother and I grew up in. That being said, there's choices along the way. We could we could have continued in that journey around people who are positive, uplifting, uh, look to see the good in life, or you can go a different way. But here's the thing that's beautiful is we have choices. We can choose who to surround ourselves with. Again, what are you filling yourself with? You know, what are you listening to? And I always tell the people this, even if your environment right now isn't necessarily a positive one, you can choose to fill your environment with positivity, listening to this podcast, finding YouTubes, other other. Going to events, workshops, you know, Facebook communities, different areas where you're choosing to be around people who are positive to continue to fill you so that you naturally start to have a more positive outlook because. Avic, as you know, you know, you could have a friend that comes to you and they might be down in the dumps. And if you're a positive person, you're, you might help them reframe that, right? What can we learn in this situation? I understand it's tough. It's, you know, it's frustrating. I get that. However, what can we learn in this situation or what can we find to be grateful in the situation or how can we respond to this in a positive way that moves you forward? Or if you go to someone else, the conversation might be a little bit different. So that's something that we as people have a choice to, to, where we go next in terms of our journey exactly exactly so nature is often used as a metaphor for the resilience and the growth so uh, are there any uh, specific practices or maybe the activities connected to the nature that you find particularly helpful in boosting uh, your own positivity and the well-being yeah, absolutely. Because there are going to be times where I'm frustrated, right? We're human beings. We're going to yeah. have times where we're like, oh, I wanted this to go faster, or I wanted this to happen. Or, you know, at the end of the day, we are people and, and life can be challenging. And so there's a few things that I like to do. You're talking about nature. I mean, I like to just get up and move. I, I find that helps me change my state. So sometimes like if I'm just sitting here and I'm kind of like, oh, a little bit frustrated, maybe I got a call that didn't go the way I wanted to, whatever it might be. Sometimes it's a matter of just taking a five, five minutes out for you to just go for a walk. I like to just get outside. I live in Vancouver, so sometimes it's raining, but it's that refreshingness where it kind of like washes it away and then you're like, okay, let's go forward. So going for a quick walk, I think is an important way. Sometimes, you know, just taking a couple minutes out to have some deep breathing, meditate, pray. The other thing that I'm really big on as, you know, we've kind of alluded to in this conversation is gratitude. I encourage everyone 
gratitude just helps to shift that perspective. And many, many years ago, when I was going through a lot of challenges, I put a reminder on my phone. So every single day at 9, 10 p.m. Pacific, a reminder, a calendar event pops up on my phone and it just says, I'm so happy and grateful that. And I fill in the blank, whatever I'm feeling. And this was such a key practice for me that I did again when I wasn't having the results I wanted to because it forced me to take that moment to pause and think, what am I grateful for right in this moment? And now now gratitude is a natural part of my day. I wake up and I go through what I'm grateful for. I find moments throughout the day to do it. I, I continue to do have that event at 9, 10 p.m. However, if you're, you know, for the listeners, if they're struggling, that's one way to just ensure that gratitude starts to become something and you're building a positive habit with having a kind of a gratitude practice every single day and multiple times through the day as you continue to grow. That's lovely. So uh, let's take some something real, uh, uh, making it kind of real only. So let's imagine a listener is facing a difficult situation right now. Uh, that would never happens with anyone, but uh, maybe a career setback or a personal hurdle so what are some of the words of encouragement and uh, the practical tips you would offer them to help them stay positive and uh, find that strength to move forward? So one of the things I would encourage people to, to remember is your, your current state isn't permanent. So where you're at right now is not permanent. It is um, a trial. And I feel for that person. I mean, I understand life does throw curveballs. So first and foremost, acknowledge it. It's okay to acknowledge those feelings of being like, I'm frustrated. The key is not to stay there. So acknowledge the feelings of frustration. That's okay. Remember where you're at right now is not permanent, right? It's a, it's a temporary state. Focus on where you want to go. So what do you want to create in your life? Where do you want to go? What is a, you know, I do this exercise. I encourage people to do it. It's just called your dream day. And what does your dream day look like for you? And, you know, get a pen and paper, a journal. I even have a workbook that goes through it in more detail. And really your dream day is just writing it out from the moment you open your eyes in the morning, the moment you close Close your eyes at night. What does your dream day look like? You know, who are you with? It, the key is to write it in present tense and really get into that feeling and those emotions. However, the reason I encourage people to do that is because it gives you something to focus on. It gives you something to get excited about as you're, mo- you know, moving out of this challenging time. What can you work towards? So that would be something I would encourage someone to focus on as well. And then the last thing is gratitude. You may not be grateful for the situation that you're in right now. And I get that. I've had times where I've had really challenging, you know, losing family members and it, a lot of, you know, challenging moments. And I remember hearing, you know, gurus say like, be grateful, be grateful. And I was like, "How? no, I'm not grateful for this. And here's what I realized. It's not a matter of being grateful for that situation. It's finding gratitude and you might have to borrow it from something else and just to be grateful. So being grateful that you're alive right? Being grateful that you're healthy, being grateful that you have, you know, friends and family who love you. So it's finding gratitude, not necessarily for the situation, but just in general, finding something to be grateful for. Again, it doesn't minimize what you're going through. It just helps you shift your perspective. And sometimes just in that quick shift of a perspective that can give us clarity to take another step forward. And I do just encourage anyone who's going through that tough time. Again, remember it's not permanent and what can you do? What's one thing you can do today just to move yourself a little bit forward. Maybe go for a walk, pray, meditate, um, as we said, or just find something something to be grateful for. That's that's really great advice, I'd say. So uh, what is your ultimate message for anyone struggling to cultivate a positive mindset? 
Remember, it's a process. So go easy on yourself, right? It, you're Especially if you didn't grow up in that environment that was more naturally a positive type of environment, give yourself grace, understand like anything, you're learning a new skill, right? Having a positive mindset is essentially a skill that you, you're learning. So if this is new to you, give yourself grace, celebrate those minor accomplishments, the small things, because the small things lead to big things. So maybe it's just how you responded to a situation that, you know, before you would have lashed out and now you're like, wait a second, hold on that person has a story too. They're going through something and you gave them grace, right? Celebrate that. That's a shift. So celebrate those milestones. Those again, I feel like sometimes we minimize, um, we minimize stuff that really is big. It's a big seed, right? A seed can turn into a, a huge oak tree, right? So celebrate those little seeds of encouragement that you've been able to cultivate and to continue to cultivate that. Also, make sure you're continuing to listen to, you know, positive podcasts like this one, Avic, because it helps. It truly does help. And what's going to happen is as you continue to fill yourself with positivity, um, you're hearing stories of resilience, you're learning new skills, then it's going to start to flow out of you. And that's something to celebrate as well, too. And all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, I remember hearing that on the podcast. And that's what I just said, you know, celebrate that because it is a process. We're all learning. We're all growing. And and in those times where you have those minor little setbacks, that's okay. Get back on track, right? Today is a new day. Take a step forward and celebrate the little the little gems along the way. That's lovely. Great. So um, is there any specific quote or mantra that you personally find inspiring and helpful in maintaining a positive outlook? Specific. Oh, I have a lot of a lot of little mantras, but I'm going to say, yeah, definitely never quit on a bad day. Right. The name of the book. The reason I went with that name is because that in itself, just the just understanding what that never quit on a bad day truly means can help a person move forward. It helps you along your journey because it it reminds you that, you know what, it's it's a bad day. And sometimes it might be a season or might be a moment. Uh, but the key is to push through that, right? Don't don't quit on that bad day. Don't allow that moment to to stop you on your tracks, right? Keep going, keep moving forward, push through that because I truly believe in that moving forward that's where we grow into the person we're meant to be. That's where that growth, that confidence, that resilience, that positive attitude comes from because you've pushed through that situation. And so I just encourage people really focus, think about what that saying really means, never quit on a bad day and see how you can apply it to your life in all areas of your life, whether it's, a, you know, again, working out, there's going to be times where you're going to be frustrated, right? That's not the time to quit. Keep going, keep moving forward. That's lovely. So uh, before we wrap up, like, do you think the concept of blooming where we are planted can be applied to broader societal issues or the challenges? So in terms of when you say blooming where we're planted, I do believe that that's a powerful saying as well, too, because, again, sometimes we aren't necessarily where we want to be, but we're where we sh we where we're going to grow the most. Right. And so I truly believe it's like doing the best you can in whatever environment you're placed in. Again, realizing that that environment or that situation, it's it's temporary. So even if it's not your dream job, if you will, how can you grow into the best version of yourself 
in that current position or role. So it's really just thriving in whatever environment you're in, learning to appreciate the the moment of where you are and realizing that that's not your permanent place. And so if we can continue to grow in those challenging times, in those challenging situations, it sets us up for for. It sets us up for our future because as you continue to grow, you're going to realize you got through some tough stuff back there and now you're in some tough stuff now, but you can get through it, right? And you can continue to move forward. Hopefully that kind of answers your question. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Great. So Phoebe, that was truly inspiring, I would say. So your message of uh, resilience and cultivating a positive mindset, even when life throws uh, you curveballs is one that, will definitely resonate with so, so many of our listeners. So I, I feel equipped with the practical tools and renewed sense of optimism. So thank you for uh, your insights and the stories. And also for the listeners, I would love to mention that remember that your inner strength and the capacity for good can blossom anywhere under any circumstances. So take that first step. Embrace the uncomfortable and also watch yourself bloom. So do not forget to subscribe to Healthy Mind and Healthy Life for more insightful conversations and discussions and actionable tips on cultivating well-being in all aspects of your life. And if you have enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends, family, or someone who might benefit from a dose of Phoebe's wisdom. So until next time, take care and remember, that bloom where you are planted. So thank you so much.